Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. With David Hurlbut on Mile High Sports. Good morning, friends. Welcome back to the show for a gorgeous Monday, April 17th. So glad you could tune in, 98.1 FM. Of course, you can always stream us live, uh, MileHighSports.com, the MileHigh Sports app for your phone. Three ways to listen to us all day long. And as always, thank you so much for starting your day, your week, your Monday, right here with the Morning Huddle. I am your host, David Hurlbut, a Jersey guy living the dream here in the beautiful state of Colorado, Westminster's own Alex Becker with me as always. Hotline, text line 303-831-1340. Again, 303-831-1340. Call or text us, folks, whatever is on your mind during the next hour. That is our motto around here. We love to hear from you and have you participate. No one today except for uh, your humble host and his fantastic, uh, I don't want to say sidekick, I'll just say what you are, beautiful producer and board up, Alex Becker. Probably buddy entering tomorrow, but he is out covering and enjoying the Boston Marathon right now as we speak. Although it doesn't look too great. It's probably it looks like rainy. Looks rainy and overcast and probably very, very chilly. So I am uh, happy to be in the home studios today. Hopefully back in the actual studio tomorrow. There has been a lot of work done onto our car and it is taking uh, time to get the right parts what have you hopefully back in the studio tomorrow alex how you doing man hey i'm doing great yeah tons of sports this weekend and i'm just ready for another great week uh abs and nuggets both uh both starting their playoffs this week so got a lot to talk about a lot to talk about it's uh it's a great time of the year you just finished the masters you had a nice tournament yesterday in hilton head uh, you know, baseball still feels new and fresh before you get into the dog days of July and August and you're just kind of grinding through. It still feels new. You know, they're like three weeks into it. Uh, but I mean, we start right there with the NBA playoffs and it is great when your local team and Denver is fortunate to have two local teams making a playoff run here, one to defend their championship in hockey and one hoping to claim their first championship, of course, in basketball, the NBA and in and the Denver Nuggets. And I just love the NBA playoffs, especially right now. I'll take the NBA playoffs any day of the week and twice on Sunday over March Madness, especially since March Madness isn't what it was since I was a kid. I, I just love the NBA playoffs. The best in the world playing a sport I really enjoy. I really do. I love football and I love golf, but I love basketball as well. 
played some organized basketball in my youth. And who who doesn't love just going out with your family or friends or just by yourself, just picking up the ball and going and shooting hoops, right? Find a local that uh, I don't know, go indoors to a gym or back in my day, the YMCA or outdoors now in this gorgeous weather and just shooting hoops. I mean, it's a really uh, of all the sports out there about, the, you know, the most inexpensive one to just pick up and play. Right. Golf is not cheap. Skiing in Colorado is not cheap. But you can find plenty of hoops around town at public courts and just go get yourself a basketball and just shoot hoops. So I love this time of day. I mean, you had a quadruple header yesterday in the NBA playoffs, and it finished the dessert with your Denver Nuggets hosting the Minnesota Timberwolves. And, man, I mean, you don't need to be uh, Jeff Van Gundy or Hubie Brown to analyze this game. I can handle this just fine. What an absolute beautiful performance by your home team Nuggets. 109-80 victory. Just absolutely, you couldn't have scripted a better game. You're always worried about your team when you have about a week off, the rust. Uh, this team has, you know, disappointed in the past. Yes, sometimes due to injuries, sometimes due to play. It's about the best game I've ever seen them play in the playoffs. I know that the Timberwolves aren't exactly, you know, the Lakers or the Celtics or the Sixers of the 80s, but who cares? You never apologize for who you play, and you never apologize for victory in the big boy leagues, especially playoffs. Looking at the box score here, you know my thoughts. Stats and box scores tell a story, just not the entire story. Let me scroll down here and find the old nuggets. Here's your balanced scoring from the starters. 13, 18, 13, 24, 15. 24 from Jamal Murray. Jokic only played 28 minutes. That is fantastic. You want to keep that man fresh and healthy for hopefully 15 more wins, right? You got to go four rounds, four wins. 15 more wins, 13 points, 14 rebounds, six assists, and a steal, and only one turnover. Very efficient. You did not need him at his absolute MVP best. You will at some point. Six of 12. Jamal Murray, he started off cold, maybe a little uh, you know, playoff jitters. You know, I forgot until I read some uh, you know, summaries to refresh my mind of what I watched last night. It's his first playoff game since 2020. Hello, the bubble. In Orlando. So understandably, uh, maybe some playoff jitters. I don't care how long you've been a pro. I don't care if you're LeBron James or Jordan is prime. I mean, it's got to feel a little different from regular season game 53 to, you know, the first playoff series at home. And this is what you work the entire season for. Get that number one seed and go after it. But then he settled down. It started looking like the Jamal Murray we've, we've come to known, and the Jamal Murray, frankly, this team will need for hopefully 15 more wins. But hopefully for you guys. I kind of like my Knicks. I'm rooting for my Knicks too, but I, I really enjoy the Nuggets. I maybe enjoy the Nuggets probably more than any other team here in Denver. I really liked them, and I, I would love to see them win it all. The Rockies would be great too, but I, I give them you know a snowball's chance in hell with this current ownership in that division to ever win a World Series. The Nuggets, this is this is very realistic, folks. What else we got here? MPJ, uh, 18 points, uh, 4 of 9 from downtown. Murray was 4 of 10. Uh, Caldwell Pope, 15 points. He was 3 of 6 from downtown. Uh, Brown, very, very efficient and a nice contributor off the bench for 14. A couple other guys got in the act. How about DeAndre Jordan? 
with a couple points there, a couple, uh, you know, dunks and alley-oops, throw, you know, throwing it back to what they call themselves, Alex, back in the day, Lob City. Was that it in L.A.? That's right, with the Clippers, yep. Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, DeAndre. Yeah. He had, he had one or two sick dunks, and, of course, uh, Blake Griffin did, did too. Is he still on the Pistons? I've completely lost him. Celtics. Sidebar. He's on the Celtics. Oh, yeah, you see? Completely lost track of Griffin. But you know what was maybe more uh, impressive to me? The dropping 109 and, and the beautifully balanced scoring, the defensive effort. Again, I know Carl uh, Anthony Towns is working himself back into shape. What did he miss? Like 52, 53 games this year? I get it. Again, this is not the Showtime Lakers. This is not uh, – take the best Golden State Warriors team of the last seven, eight years. This is – you know, they're not playing that team with the Splash Brothers. But in this day and age, when you can hold an NBA team to 80 – that's a good night at the office. Let me look at some team stats here. Field goal percentage for the Timberwolves, 37%. Love it. Love it. They were 11 of 36 from downtown. Timberwolves only 30% from downtown. That's even their foul shooting was off. Both teams, neither team really shot great from the foul line. But the T-Wolves, 9 of 16, 56% from the foul line. 64% for the Nuggets. There's there's one thing that Malone can say, hey, we got to prove where we can approve. 64% from the foul line. The Nuggets were 41% from downtown and about 46% from the field. But once again, look at those defensive numbers uh, for the T-Wolves. They held them to 37% from the field, 30% from downtown, 56% from the line, the charity stripe, and total rebounds, 38 for the T-Wolves, 54 for the Nuggets, including 11 offensive. Turnovers about the same. Minnesota had one more turnover. That, to me, is what makes me happy. As a 51-year-old old-school sports fan, it's the defensive effort. That's what I loved. Like in any sport, you know, the stars and the flashes on offense, three-pointers, dunks. How about a couple of those blindside or, or blind passes from Jokic across the court to find Pope in the corner? That's all great and dandy, but I love seeing a great defensive effort. Whether you're stuffing the run, whether you're turning double plays, great pitching, or whether you're holding a team to 80 points in the playoffs. That brings a smile to my face. Superb, superb, superb effort and execution by the Denver Nuggets last night. All right, come on back, folks. 9-12 in the morning. We can talk more about the Nuggets. We can take a, a quick glimpse around the league. I think everyone's now at least completed one game. We've got more games tonight, a little golf. I found some stuff on the Broncos. Glad you could join us. Hope your week's off to a great start right here. The Morning Huddle. With David Hurlbut on Mile High Sports. Start spreading the news. I'm leaving today. I want to be a part of it. 
New York, New York. <laughs> I'm cracking myself up here. 9.16 in the morning on a beautiful Monday, April 17th. NBA uh, playoffs kicked off this past Saturday, tax day, April 15th. And I'm having a little fun with you folks. I am. I'm having a little fun with you. But it's really, it's really therapy for myself. It's really therapeutic for me. And if you've listened to this show at all over the last seven and a half, coming on eight years, crazy, this fall, uh, you know that my teams suffer, and they suffer in the playoffs. The Cowboys haven't won a championship since 1996. I was you know, just a year or two out of college. I'm now 50. You know, 51. Shh, don't tell anyone. The Knicks, I, I had never seen them win. I was running around in diapers in Little Silver, New Jersey, last time the Knicks won a championship. I don't remember watching that team. I know the players. They're legends. Bill Bradley, Willis Reed, Walt Clyde Frazier. I met Frazier while covering a Nuggets game once a couple years ago. Got a picture with him. That was pretty cool. If you're a longtime Knicks fan. The Mets always end in uh, disappointment. So I'm going to enjoy, you know, a few victories here, I hope, for the New York Knickerbockers. That's why we're playing uh, New York, New York there. Song, of course, by Jersey Boy, Frank Sinatra. Hoboken's own Frank Sinatra. My sister, when she lived in Hoboken, lived right next to the birthplace of Frank. And there was like a big brass plaque outside on the uh, sidewalk. Birthplace of Francis something Sinatra. So let me enjoy my Knicks. That's all I'm asking, folks. Because they're not going to win the NBA championship. I, I, I'd be very surprised. The Nuggets have a much better chance. They're a better team with arguably the best player in the world. But just let me enjoy a little a little New York Knicks victory here and there, just like I would Dallas from time to time, because I know it'll eventually disappoint me in the playoffs. But I did pick the Knicks over the Cavs, and they did get an all-important game one victory and a game one road victory. Those are just huge. Not only you up one nothing, but you've already just snagged home court advantage away from your opponent. 101-97. Mitchell went for 38. But the Knicks had some really balanced scoring and uh, got the job done. A little close there at the end. One thing we know about the NBA, right, folks? Unless it's a blowout like yesterday. Uh, most teams have two or three runs in them. And if your team is down, they will try and make a run. If your team is leading, you know the team, you know, you know the opponent will make a run, and it gets you nervous. But very happy that my Knicks took game one against the Cavs. Really, I really want to see them in the next round. That would, sadly, that would almost be a successful season for me. And for crying out loud, if they were to play someone like Milwaukee, you know, uh, both teams, a lot of teams are getting beat up already with star players. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, Sixers take care of the Nets. Uh, Harden goes for 23 and 13, shows that he is still a top tier, you know, NBA basketball player. He has a lot of pressure on him. He really does. So does their big man, but Harden for. Gosh, into a second decade now, well into a second decade as an NBA player. How far can he help take the team? 23-13, and 13, a nice way to start. Celtics take care of the Hawks, 112-99. This was part of the quadruple header on Saturday, which kicked off the NBA playoffs. Like I said, Knicks 101-97 over the Cavs. And the Kings, a little bit to my surprise, holding serve, 126-123 over the Warriors. That Fox kid is something else. Look, he, he plays for Sacramento. 
you don't get to see him watch, you don't get to see him play that much. That kid is something else. 38, three steals. I don't have the entire box score here. Just some uh, just some high points. Uh, Steph Curry went for 30 and six. Uh, look, I picked the Warriors. I'll stick by them. It's not a best of five anymore like best of the, uh, back in the day. It's a best of seven. Anything could happen. But I got to give the Kings credit for just holding serve. I thought the Warriors would go in there and steal game one right away. I really did. And you talk about some of the loudest stadiums in the uh, arenas, I should say. Stadiums are more like NFL, right? Baseball. One of the loudest arenas in the NBA, Sacramento. They are loud. They are. They really are. And like OKC teams that just – cities that just focus around basically one team, they put everything into that team. They really do. So good on Sacramento. Uh, holding serve there. I think emotionally I would love to see the Kings win. I've had enough of the Warriors like most of you. I'm ready for a new champion. Sunday, the Lakers get it done against the Grizzlies. John Morant, though, going down in the fourth quarter. Looks like that right hand. That certainly did not help the Grizzlies' efforts. And, uh, look, I had the Lakers winning anyway with John Morant. And if he can't go in game two and the Lakers go up 2-0 on the road, then the Lakers and LeBron and everyone saying, okay, we got to wrap this up when we go home. And then we can, you know, rest our 37, 38-year-old star as much as possible. But I had the Lakers winning that series anyway. I bet many of you did as well. And the Grizzlies already down their young superstar. We'll see. We'll see what happens. It does not look good, though, for game two. Heat beating the Bucks, another one. Well, of course, another superstar goes down in Giannis. Attentacupo. Not bad, David. Not bad for a Monday. 130-117 victory over the Bucks. Giannis uh, with a lower back contusion. You know, limping to the locker room. I believe x-rays for both players were negative. We'll see what happens with Giannis. Alex, what have you heard, if anything different than what I just said on these two stars? Um, they said John Moran's status for Game 2 is in serious jeopardy. It is in doubt. Um, I'd put it at probably a little less than 50% that he plays. Okay. Um, Giannis, like you said, his his x-rays came back negative. Um, that, I, we haven't heard as much about him as John Morant, whether he will not, whether he will play in Game Two or not, um, not sure about Giannis, but I don't think Ja will play in Game Two. And uh, yeah, I agree with that too. I agree with that. And the Bucks are keeping this very close to the best. They're playing it really close. They're go- they're not going to let any information out uh, one way or another. Well, maybe if it's good news, they would uh, post it. But they're they're going to keep this hush hush about their their superstar, who's already led them to one championship couple MVPs. He is something else. I think it's pretty serious. Um, I thought he was going to return to the game yesterday, honestly. And then once they ruled him out, it was like, oh, this might be worse than I thought. Yeah. I mean, he's young. He's in his prime. He's still only 28. Uh, yeah. But, but lower back, you know, that affects every movement. We'll see, man. If they go down 2 nothing, And the Heat lost somebody, too, didn't they? Uh, Tyler Hero broke his hand. Yes. Yes. There you go. So four to six weeks for him. And he's their sharpshooter. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Wow, but the Heat go in there. And what do I always say, folks? Eric Spolster can coach my team anytime he wants. I know I'll never get my hopes up. He's never going to come up, you know, the you know, I-95 on East Coast and coach the Knicks. But that kid, that guy, he, he still, to me, he still feels like a kid sometimes because he was so young when he took over for Pat Riley. 
that dude is a wonderful coach. He really is. But if Giannis can't go and, you know, Jimmy Butler is seeing some blood in the water and they could go up 2 nothing on the road, it all depends on Giannis. That is the most uh, as the most serious injury report in the, you know, the city of Milwaukee right now, that lower back of their superstar. So we'll keep an eye on that for you. Maybe the most surprising result for me over the weekend, uh, the Clippers going into Phoenix and getting it done. 115-110 victory over the Suns. I had the Suns uh, winning that series and going deep into the playoffs, which means they might have to beat uh, you know the Denver Nuggets, but we'll, we'll take this one game at a time. How about Kawhi Leonard turning back the clock at the age of 31? Not that that's old. He's still in his prime. But after all the injuries and the load management over the year, when that guy is healthy, he's still like a top five player. I love watching Kawhi Leonard play. If you've ever listened to the show, you know I'm a big fan of his. 38 points and no Paul George. I mean, if they can extend the series at all, and this was huge win, and maybe get Paul George back, what a boost. And I've forgotten. You see, look, I've had a lot on my mind the last two months. My wife's battle with cancer, my own health issues. You know, I've had a lot on my mind. I have not sat there and read the sports pages cover to cover every single day. I'm dating myself there like when I was a kid and would, you know, read the paper. But, but you know, you forget Russell Westbrook's on the Clippers and had a very impo- important, you know, block there towards the end of the game. Very important. Look, there's no doubting his talent, his energy, his effort. It's just a matter of can his game jive with other, you know, superstars. It, yeah, that, that's the thing. But there's no doubting his physical abilities and his heart. But you just forget him watching the game. Like, oh, that's right. Russell Westbrook's on the Clippers. There's a lot of potential Hall of Famers on that court in that series. Yeah, Westbrook, he can really affect the game in different ways, whether it's rebounding his defense. He only shot three for 19, but as you said, oh. made that big defensive play, and he's one of the best rebounding guards of all time, too. He so. really is. He really is. For a point guard, you know, averaging triple doubles for, for seasons, uh, he really is. He'll go in there and mix it up with the big boys. There is no denying any of that, like you said, the block. And didn't he then, if memory serves, throw the ball off of the Phoenix Sun player yeah, to get possession? Exactly, yeah. yeah. That's a big-time play. Big-time play. But like you said, 3 for 19. If he could just go 7 of 19, I mean, my gosh, maybe they win 122-110, something like that. Holy shooting is terrible. Or maybe he just needs to go 3 for 12. Maybe he just needs to take 6 or 7 fewer shots. But that's an impressive win by the Clippers going in there, getting it done over KD, Booker, and CP3. And, of course, the final of all eight games, the Nuggets looking like the best team all weekend. They really did. Of the 16 teams playing that are remaining after the playing game, they look like the team to beat. I mean, the Lakers look good too, no doubt. But, boy, the Nuggets looked like, uh, okay, we hear all the doubters. Watch this. That, that's what I feel like the Nuggets said with their play. Okay, you're all picking the Suns, the Lakers, LeBron, uh, two or three East Coast teams, Eastern Conference teams. Okay, watch this. We'll let our play do the talking. Fine by me. And what a joy it was for me to actually watch this team. You know, I see a handful of games over the last three years. What a joy. For the rest of the playoffs, I can actually watch this fun team play. 
All right, 928 in the morning. Come on back, folks. Making the turn. Mile High Sports. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Morning Huddle with David Hurlbutt on Mile High Sports. Great song for my youth here. Wow, Duran, Duran, Hungry Like the Wolf. Alex, this song was huge back in the day. Gosh, what was it? Do you have a date there? It's like 84, 85? I'll find it real quick. Okay, cool, cool. Hungry Like the Wolf, Duran, Duran. They had a lot of fits. They were huge. If you're my age, little 82. Older, 82? May 4th, 1982, it was released. Oh, my goodness, I was 10. And you weren't even a thought. My gosh. 303-831-1340. Call or text us, folks. Whatever's on your mind, talk a lot of NBA playoffs, as we will, you know, the next couple months. Look at it. They start on April 15th, tax day. By the way, folks, taxes due tomorrow. They gave you the weekend. Or, you know, the IRS, maybe have a little bit of a heart. We're not going to make you turn it over the weekend. And then they have more of a heart. All right, we're not going to make you do it Monday. Get your act together. They're due Tuesday tomorrow. That's our public service announcement. Uh, but but the playoffs, they're going to go over at playoffs. They're going to go well into June. These NBA playoffs are a marathon. But I really enjoy it, especially these early weeks. Playoffs? Oh, it's a great one. You know, I've said this for about five years. I have to do my top, you know, David's dozen, uh, you know, sports sound bites of all time. It, that That's right there. Allen Iverson, some Bill Parcells. One of these days, I still have to do it. Tonight, you got the Nets, Sixers, and the Warriors-Kings. Uh, that Warriors-Kings game, that'll be fun. Huge, very important game, too. 
in Sacramento. Um, okay. Still a little NFL right now. First of all, some breaking news. The NFL now has an all-time highest paid player. If I am reading this correctly, I'm on NFL.com. Jalen Hurts agrees to a contract extension or contract five years, $255 million contract extension. Let me see if I can get some details here. Uh, five years, 255 it makes him the highest paid player in NFL history. Of course, he's a bright young quarterback. Hertz deal has 179 million in total guarantees. Can you imagine that, friends? Wow. I mean, Alex, can you just imagine that kind of money for yourself, your family, your friends, people, people around you who could use some help? Uh, the charities that are important to you. I mean, obviously, breast cancer awareness and all that is very dear to. Our house now, having gone through it, 110 fully guaranteed at signing. Folks, if I understand contracts correctly, he gets a check, you know, today for $110 million. I don't know how taxes are taken out, if they're taken out there now or if he has to declare it later. Uh, I'll let others worry about that. But his bank account just changed dramatically today. His life, his family's life. And uh, 126 by March 2024 total, as well as the first no trade clause in Eagles history. And he's still only 24 years old. So he'll be 29 when this is up. He could get another mega one, maybe five years. And at 34, if he's still, you know, relatively healthy and playing and playing at a high level, which would break my heart as a Dallas fan, he could have two more huge contracts in his future. But Jalen Hurts, breaking news, just signed a five-year, $255 million contract extension with the Eagles. Good for him. God bless him. Seems like a great kid. I'm part of a dying breed. I believe you, you make as much as you can, and it's a business because they'll cut you in a New York minute. So you go make as much as you can. And I just hope you do a lot of good with it and you have some smart people handling that money. I don't want to read about Jalen Hurts in 20 years, how people took advantage of him, and he's darn near broke. I hate seeing that. Even for a Philadelphia Eagle, that would bring me no joy. There you go, folks. Unbelievable. Man, just another quarterback that gets a big deal before Lamar Jackson also. Yeah, you know, Man. I wanted to segue into that. It's uh, a great point, Alex. Now, this entire contract's not guaranteed, so how— how will that affect Jackson? Because we know that the NFL was really ticked off by the entire guaranteed contract for Deshaun Watson over there in Cleveland, who, of course, has a lot of off-the-field issues. Maybe maybe that whole chapter is done. Uh, I don't know exactly, but it was, you know, it was an 18, 24-month ordeal. I'm not trying to make light of it by saying ordeal. Uh, and we know that other GMs and teams did not like that contract fully guaranteed. Okay, so this is the biggest one since then. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens now with Lamar Jackson and, and quite frankly, Aaron Rodgers. I thought both of these guys would be settled with uh, their new teams or Jackson's case, uh, the Ravens. I thought that'd be, you know, it's April 17th. We've got like 10 days until the draft. So I thought it would be settled, but yet it's a great point, Alex. Let's see what happens now with Lamar Jackson, who's a former MVP. So maybe here in the next week they get something done or, or another team swoops in. I found this article over the weekend on NFL.com. Uh, I believe he does this annually, Greg Rosenthal's uh, Power Rankings of NFL GMs. 
And look, <laughs> no surprise. Who did he have number one before this deal came out? Howie Roseman, Philadelphia Eagles, who just made another uh, smart move, locking up the young quarterback for five more years. I don't know. I, I did not check track or anything to see how it impacts the salary cap. Folks, you can find it on any number of sites out there. I do like Spotrack.com. Uh, lays it out there. Very easy to read. But Roseman with the Eagles, the number one GM, according to Greg Rosenthal, whose stuff I really like. I think he's a good analyst for the NFL.com. Uh, number two, Veach for the Kansas City Chiefs. Really no surprise there. The two teams in the Super Bowl this past February, the top two GMs in the league. I think I could have come up with that ranking. So basically, why am I looking at this? I want to see you know someone who has national coverage and great access to teams and great resources. I want to know what he thinks of the job George Payton has done with the Denver Broncos. Tobin of the Bengals, number three. You know, folks, growing up, the Bengals were the absolute one of the two or three laughing stocks of sports for me. Not just uh, the NFL, but you know, sports, all of sports. Uh, with the Clippers were a joke year after year. Occasionally you'd get Boomer size and they'd have a good year and they'd make a run, but then they were just dreadful. And like the Browns, although they were pretty good in the 80s and lost to you know John Elway a couple times. But the Bengals were synonymous with uh, pathetic for much of my lifetime, and he's now made them an annual contender. Uh, Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott with the Buffalo Bills. I mean, these are all top-tier teams, right? These are all the teams going to the playoffs. John Lynch, Kyle Shanahan, San Fran, Sneed, and Sean McVay with the Rams at number six. Although it looks like they could struggle the next couple of years, but they did win a Super Bowl not too long ago. So you got to give them their kudos. Holmes with the Detroit Lions. He There's another team. Maybe the most losing, pathetic franchise of my lifetime, the Detroit Lions. There was talk at some points to get them off of Thanksgiving because they were just so inept. He and the coach have gone in there and completely changed the culture. That is a tremendous achievement to do that with the Detroit Lions. They forced two Hall of Famers to retire early, Barry Sanders and Megatron. Barry Sanders, if he wanted to, would be the all-time NFL leading rusher. Uh, John Schneider at 10 with the Seahawks. This will make some people roll their eyes. Jerry Jones with the Cowboys. Hey, he does a good job. They're very talented. It's a very talented team. Now they have to go and get to the NFC Championship or better. One really bad move in the last five years, trading Amari Cooper for a bag of magic beans. One really bad move. But he did bring in Brandon Cooks this offseason for nothing, Stephon Gilmore for nothing, draft guys like Dak Prescott in the fourth round, C.D. Lamb, Trayvon Diggs, Micah Parsons, CSU's Michael Gallup in the third. Oh, who else we got here? Belichick at 11, Eric DaCosta of the Ravens at 13. Just looking for the uh, Broncos here. Joe Douglas of the Jets at 16. Uh, Ballard with the Colts at 18. Uh, Ron Rivera and Martin Mayhew with the Washington Commanders at 22. Yes, you have heard me correctly. There it is, folks, 25. George Payton and the Denver Broncos at 25. You know what's scary? And we'll talk more about this after the break. After 25, Rosenthal uh, you know, makes a note here. These guys are too new to evaluate, like in Minnesota, uh, Carthen in Tennessee, uh, a bunch of others. So the, the last seven he has as grouped together is too new 
to really evaluate. So all, of all the GMs that are out there and have had a body of work where you could rank them, not the guys or gals or whomever who are too new, he's got George Payton and the Denver Broncos dead last at 25. The rest are too new. Wow. Let's talk about that when we return, folks. Maybe a little crunch time with A.B., Hope your Monday's off to a great start. Ours is right here on the morning huddle. The Morning Huddle with David Hurlbut on Mile High Sports. I wonder where you are, live with all your faults. I want to wake up where you are. 9.46. I won't say anything at all, so I don't I'm your host, David Hurlbut. Alex Becker with me as always. 303-831-1340. Call or text us, friends. I hope to be back in the studio tomorrow. Uh, one of our cars has had a week's worth of work done on it. So uh, I've been doing it from the home studios as we've been sharing one automobile. But I miss you folks. Want to be down there with AB in the studios. Uh, what else happened over the weekend? Uh, a fun tournament down there in Hilton Head. What a gorgeous part of the country. Hilton Head and Myrtle Beach and the Carolina Coast, both of them. Now, July and August, maybe I'll pass, unless you're at the beach and you get a nice little ocean breeze there. But Matthew Fitzpatrick uh, beating um, uh, Jordan Spieth in, uh, on the third playoff hole at a great course, Pete Dye course down there in Hilton Head, Harbor Town. Uh, they both parred the extra holes, the first two, and then a birdie for Matthew Fitzpatrick on the third extra hole. He knocked it within like a foot. And Jordan Spieth had a couple of good shots at it. Couple of pars or a couple birdie uh, attempts to win it, and the putter just quite couldn't do it. I mean, these putts missed by a, an inch, half an inch. But I mean, looking at the uh, the leaderboard, I mean, Fitzpatrick and and Spieth going at it in overtime. Patrick Cantley, Xander Shoffley, uh, who else was up there? Uh, Scheffler, uh, John Rahm was up there a week after the Masters. Ricky Fowler, happy to see his name back up there. Cameron Young, Justin Thomas, all in red numbers. Really, really nice field. And I still am shaking my head. I can't believe – I believe Rory got fined, but, wow, $3 million he got fined. I wonder if he's thinking, man, I've been standing up for the PGA Tour for a year, and you docked my paycheck three mil? Yeah, he's been like the head spokesman for him. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. They still do him like that? Man. Ouch. Ouch. It'll never happen. Could you imagine if we woke up tomorrow morning and we saw – um, McElroy goes to the live tour. Boy, that would have some ripple effects. But great tournament over the weekend, folks. Matthew Fitzpatrick, congratulations. Uh, $3.7 million for him. Not a bad day at the office. I'll, I'll be his caddy. Gosh, if, if the winning caddies usually get 10%, Alex, we could carry the bag, rake the bunkers, and make, you know, 250, 300,000. I'll do it for one tournament, and I'm set for a couple of years. Right. Yeah, that is uh, – what a dream job there. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. Uh, what do you got for me, AB? Crunch time. What do you got? All right. So over the weekend in the Warriors-Kings game, uh, Warriors fan and Bay Area hip-hop legend E-40 was kicked out of Saturday night's playoff game um, in Sacramento. And he said racial bias led to his dismissal. Video showed the rapper talking to security at the Golden One Center before leaving his courtside seats. And then E-40 said, after being subjected to disrespectful heckling throughout the game and in the fourth quarter, he turned around, he addressed a heckler in an assertive but a polite manner, and then King Security approached him, assumed he instigated the encounter, and then proceeded to kick E-40 out of the arena. Um, Did you see this, and did you believe... Oh, do you believe King's security was wrong in how they dealt with this incident? You know, uh, my friend, I heard about it. I did not see it. I'll take your opinion on it if you want to share your opinion. But it, look, they usually get to the bottom of these things. They, they usually do, meaning they, the people who will investigate it. Um, and if, you know, Sacramento security isn't the wrong, they should, uh, you know, issue an apology and, you know, comp his ticket, not that he needs it for the next game. If he's that diehard and wants to go to the next game, issue an apology. Uh, but they'll get to the bottom of it. What are your thoughts? Yeah, usually it's the other way around when you have a celebrity involved. You know, it's usually the fan or the fans that get kicked out of the arena and yes. not the celebrity. This time it's E-40 getting the boot. So um, it was just interesting to me. I'm not sure what was all said, uh, what he all did to deserve this. But usually it's the other way around. So I thought it was pretty interesting. Yeah, you know, I saw Spike Lee cheering his heart out again in Cleveland. He'll, he'll, you know, he can afford those front row tickets to travel with the team. And, you know, Spike Lee and Jack Nicholson, we've seen this for decades. Um, and Of course, Jack would never get kicked out anywhere. I don't think Spike Lee would. They take it. They take a lot of grief. Celebrities do. They're targets. Um, but if it's true, if it's true that the fans cross the line, and E-40 was just trying to stick up for himself in a respectful manner, and he's he was wronged, I hope they get it right. I hope they get it right, issue an apology, and get him back in there. All right. Also, over the weekend, uh, Ian Rappaport, um, he, he had a report released, and he said that Russell Wilson could have been traded to the Eagles or the Commanders last year, but ultimately said he only wanted to be traded to the Broncos. Uh, Rappaport also said that at points during the 2022 NFL Combine, he believed that the Eagles or Commanders would trade for Wilson, but it turned out that Russ um, only wanted to go to the Broncos. And I just want to know how different the landscape of the league, how different it would look if Wilson was traded to Philly. Right. Then you never see what Jalen Hurts is capable capable of. You don't have that five-year, $255 million contract we just announced 15 minutes ago was signed this morning. Uh, they, they probably don't go to the Super Bowl with Russell Wilson because he was so bad last year. Let's just say he played the same wherever he was, you know, Washington or Philly. You're right. You don't have the Carson Wentz debacle in Washington. Uh, yeah, and, and then – for us here in our own backyard, who's the quarterback? Because Aaron Rodgers re-upped with Green Bay. Okay, Russell Wilson, let's say he goes to Philly. Uh, who, what does George Payton do? Where's the big swing? What's he, Who does he go after? Like, who would have been our quarterback last year? I guess Drew Locke again? Probably. I don't know. Yeah, probably would have been Locke. Wow. How, I mean, it's Not only do moves change the landscape of the NFL in any sport, but the non-moves do as well. Like, what, what could have happened? But he only wanted to come here. Broncos fans must be thinking right now, Broncos country, gee, thanks. Thanks for coming here. <laughs> it's all praying he and Sean Payton can turn it around. 
All right, you got time for one more? Yeah, one more. Um, over the weekend, the the Texas Longhorns had their spring game. Of course, they have the big quarterback competition with Arch Manning, the the, the true freshman coming in. Um, but Steve Sarkeesian, the head coach, named Quinn Ewers the starting quarterback over Arch Manning. Ewers might be a draft pick next year. Um, I thought it was a little interesting how early he named the starter. I thought there would be more of a competition between the two quarterbacks, but it appears Arch Manning will start as the backup here in his true freshman season. Well, it, maybe it's a very smart move, and we can ask AZ when he's on this week. Maybe you just want to protect the quarterback a little bit if you throw him out there to the Wolves too early. You know, I've seen this in sports. I mean, it can it can ruin their careers. Um, so maybe he's protecting him and saying, okay, look, he, he is an absolute five-star blue-chip diamond uh, player, platinum player, uh, but let's not break him. I mean, who was the young kid? Oh, uh, Michael Jordan drafted him when he was with the Wizards. Oh, Kwame um, Brown? Yes, yes, yes. He was supposed to be, you know, the next Kevin Garnett or something. And maybe he was ready for the NBA. Maybe he wasn't. But Michael Jordan was just – look, we all know he's tough on teammates. But he was tough on an 18-year-old kid and ruined that kid's career. I mean, I don't know if Kwame Brown was going to be the next uh, great thing. He probably could have had a better career if he wasn't ruined too early by Jordan. And maybe he should have gone to college for a year or two. So, look, Sarkeesian has forgotten more about college football than, than I'll ever know. So if he thinks he wants to take it easy and ease his star player into it, let him acclimate to big-time college football, and, and let him start his sophomore year, and chances are – I don't wish injury on anyone – chances are Alex will get some snaps this year anyway if, if, if the starter has to go out for a series or a quarter or something – but I think it's a smart move, uh, unless just over the rest of the spring or what have you, he just really outplays the uh, – uh, what's his name, the starter, Hughes? Um, uh, Quinn Ewers. Ewers. Yep. Unless he just blows them away in competition. I kind of like it. I kind of like it. Uh, ease him into it, and then you still have him for two, maybe three years, uh, you know, competing for a national championship. So we'll see. Right, right. Everyone we'll loves Arch Manning, but Ewers was also like a, a five-star recruit also. He's big time as well. Right. So. Look. If they didn't have a guy like that there and they were really in the cellar and and if, if Arch was really the best QB on the on the chart, then, yeah, I guess get him in there and, and ease him into it. Don't ask him to do too much too soon. But if he can watch and learn a little bit from the sidelines, a la, you know, Patrick Mahomes at the NFL level, what the heck's wrong with that? 956, folks. Alex, thank you as always, my man. Great job today. Love the Mellon Camp. So does my wife. She's an Indiana girl. Folks, have a great one. We'll see you tomorrow on the morning huddle. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.